Welcome to the Six Ways to Sunday podcast, hosted by award-winning television director, documentary filmmaker, author, and speaker, Craig D. Forrest. Join Craig for the next few minutes as he interviews leaders, artists, and creatives about trends and insights shaping our digital world and faith-based media. This podcast is produced and brought to you by Matchstick Media International. Now, here's Craig. Really glad to have a good friend and a great guest on our podcast today, Arnold Enns. Welcome to the podcast, Arnold. Thank you. Last year during the COVID time, I did a lot of speaking and teaching about live stream because all these pastors and leaders all of a sudden were thrown into, into live streaming. If they hadn't, the ones that did the best in my uh, impression, in my experience, were people that already or were churches that already were deep into media anyway. They, all they had to do was fine-tune their live stream service a little bit because there wasn't a congregation uh, under the roof anymore. They did the best, but the ones that said, uh-oh, uh, like you talked about earlier in our conversation, we better get into live streaming because our church is all at home. They're not here uh, Sunday after Sunday. How are we going to reach them uh, and such? Uh, I, have, I have came across a statistic that the majority of millennials in their 20s and early 30s will check out a church via live stream uh, first before they decide, Brad and Amanda or Andre and Anita for Latin America, uh, before they get into their car or make uh, the trip to the church. They want to try out your church first on live stream wise. And if they like it, they go, hey, maybe we should go there next Sunday. And that has changed everything because you have this invisible group of people that are out there uh, in your chat room and watching live stream. And you have to make a good first impression with your media as well. And if you do, the first thing is you want to reach people with the gospel and inspire them. That's, that's, what, you're, that's what it's all about. Either inspire those that are Christians and or reach those that are outside the church. But your media has got to be excellent. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it is exactly what you said. And it's in the first impression that is, um, that is um, sort of different in this generation than the older generation. The older generation would probably go by conviction and by connection and mm-hmm. probably say, all right, we can't give up. We just got to sit through this. You know, maybe things will change and, and all of that. But, but the current generation is, is, is not very tolerant, if you will, of that. Now, that has its drawbacks and it does have its weak, weaknesses. Uh, but this is what we have right now. We need to speak to this generation that is right now uh, so um, bombarded by uh, by media and different uh, content that is uh, so readily available. So yes, we, that is where we need to make uh, the greater effort. Um, you know, it said from Winston Churchill, he said that he was invited to, to speak and, and, and then he immediately, you know, he said, uh, when uh, and how much time do I have? Well, they said, you know, it's, uh, it's tomorrow and, and you'll have you know, uh, 10, 15 minutes. And he says, you know, for that kind of stuff, give me another two months and then I'll be ready for that. If you want to speak, I can speak right now, but it'll be two hours. So uh, I think uh, what we have, what we have right now 
is that we don't really have a lot of time to prepare, but we do need a lot of time to prepare. Uh, you, you yourself as a filmmaker, you, you know what it means to, to shoot uh, a, a production that is a couple of minutes, takes uh, days, weeks, uh, if not months to, to prepare. Uh, so how do, we, how do we face, you know, the current time uh, that we're in where time is of the essence mm -hmm. and yet we need to, you know, move out stuff that is really good in order to grab those first couple of minutes of attention. And I think that's where it comes in that we are endowed by the creator with the most creative, you know, uh, uh, message and the mm -hmm. most creative uh, uh, insights because we are children of the creator. Uh, I don't want to sound preachy, but, but really it comes down to that. You know, we need to probably... Uh, just sit down, listen more to what God has to say um, and how to create this content that is that grabs people's attentions and doesn't let them walk away. Now, there is incredible stuff coming out that, you know, I was just connecting recently with uh, a couple of people from, from the Netherlands uh, who are uh, working with uh, Jesus.net. If you go to Jesus.net, you'll find some incredible content that they are creating, which isn't necessarily expensive, but it is so well produced that it grabs your attention. It doesn't let you walk away and you get drawn into the message and the content of getting to know Jesus. So the, the long answer or the, to, a, to a short uh, uh, question uh, is that it takes, it takes time. It takes obviously creativity and preparation for it. Uh, but nowadays you can make some incredible stuff with the smartphone, which wasn't available, you know, and especially you, Craig, I know you've been working for years in all these, with all this the expensive gear. And now you have, you know, youngster coming along with a little smartphone and creating yep. something very similar, yep. no? Yeah, <laughs> my first, my first uh, expensive camera that I bought over 30 years ago now, was $42,000. It was a, a Betacam SP Sony. And it was yeah. a good, good camera for about 10 years. And it was sort of the standard that you shot uh, Betacam, not Betamax, Betacam cassettes, and really high quality, $42,000. And my iPhone 12 that I have, and now the 13's coming out any second, um, by the time we do this uh, interview, the 14 will probably have come out. Yeah. Um, it has a better high definition camera on it for a thousand dollar phone than yeah. my $42,000 camera was 30 years ago. And it's incredible what can be done. And young people, I, the greatest thing I, I love about kids and teenagers is uh, they seem to have no fear. They do mm -hmm. something with a camera that an older person might not even think about because they just want to try it out. They want to experiment. And out of the experiment comes, um, comes some incredible things. I, I just saw an, a, a just riveting uh, interview with Paul McCartney of the Beatles. It's just come out on Hulu, H-U-L-O, uh, L-U, Hulu, uh, with Rick Rubin, the producer, who's, who was the interviewer. And one of the things that Paul McCartney said in this documentary, uh, it, it was just very quick, but I caught it. 
He said, the Beatles in the 1960s, when we were recording, we had the freedom to goof off. Mm-hmm. We had the freedom to goof off. Mm-hmm. And out of that goofing off, you got all of these incredible records that were cutting edge and beyond what other people were doing at that time. And there's something yeah. else he said I, I found fascinating from anyone out there that's um, working in media. Uh, our conversation today with Arnold Enns uh, from South America um, is Paul McCartney said that he and John Lennon wrote the two of them together wrote nearly 300 songs 300 Mm. songs together in about 10 years or a little bit more than that and he said every single song we started we finished there were no half finished songs that we ever did we would just sit down and he said it was work ethic we kept working on that song until we got it how we wanted it And then we would take it into the recording studio, hand it over to our producer, George Martin, and he would make it even better. Mm. And I, I, my, my challenge and inspiration, anyone listening that works in creative media is if you start something, finish it. It may not be finished by tomorrow, but finish it, have a work ethic that once you start it, you're going to finish it. And you're looking at probably the most well-paid songwriter in Paul McCartney in the 20th century because he just kept with John Lennon cranking out hit songs and they all got finished work ethic work. What is it? That, what's the scripture Arnold work as if it's un, uh, Colossians three twenty three. I think it is everything yes. that you do work, uh, work at it hard as if, because everything you do, you're working as unto uh, uh, as toward the Lord. Do I have that about right? That is correct. That's what Colossians three twenty three says. And that, you know, it has to do with work ethics, but it also has to do of in, in losing um, fear yes. because you were just saying is, yes. you know, all right, so they were just goofing it off. And, and by the way, good money, um, it, you know, this is, this is sort of what, you know, in a way we've been uh, muzzled, if you will, uh, by by the enemy, by, you know, putting into us, you know, that we are no good, we can't make it, Hollywood can do it, because they got money, and then comes the money question in it, you know, we don't have it, we can't do it, this and that, and those are all just plain excuses that come, you know, to our minds, and, and, and really, when you come, when it comes down to it, all you need is really just use what you have in your hands, right? Right. Right. And, and what we have in our hands is, is endowed by God, by the Lord. So in that essence, in that sense, we, uh, we have already everything that it takes. It's just getting out and, and hey, let me just put it this way. Let's do some holy goofing. Yeah. And, and, and that will probably inspire, you know, and get us going to, uh, to be out there. Um, I always challenge people, you know, in social media. Uh, not to use social media as a consumer, but as a prosumer, which is, you know, the the combination of producing and consuming. So in essence, we should all become prosumers by 
producing stuff that you know is um, uh, not just for entertainment purposes and that is we have to be cautious when it comes to social media that social media is used just as an entertainment is of course it is but it, it needs to be used more cleverly if you will mm-hmm. uh, to uh, communicate um, the message that is really important that really rings through because if you look at stuff craig look at all the social media stuff that you you know you can consume you can swipe yourself silly every day by uh looking for stuff to and the stuff that really gets people is the stuff that is about stories right yep so stories are the ones that grab the most likes you can go to every statistic that you will find on every platform and it comes down to stories. What is the story behind the picture? What is the story behind what you're posting this and that? Is that, is that something that is interesting? Because people love stories and follow stories. And by the way, Jesus was the greatest storyteller ever yep. in the world. So in history. So that, in, that should inspire us to create and write stories. Now, you, you're, you're a good storyteller Craig you you know how to do stories and all that how to make them but a story can be so simple and yet so grabbing that um, it, it doesn't shouldn't intimidate us to tell a story well you look at the parables some of them were so simple but they had uh, hidden not hidden no no some of it was hidden and deeper and even the disciples said I don't understand what that story was and Jesus would explain it to him. And somebody, I, I heard this a few years ago, somebody counted all the parables and there were 40, 40, mm-hmm. 40 zero. I thought, oh, that's a, that's a good godly number. Yes, 40. Mm-hmm. God, God uses the, the number 40, 40 days on the ark and 40 days mm-hmm. in the wilderness and such. And Jesus, I think that for the first 30 years, that Jesus was an absolutely great observer of life. And he mm-hmm. was taking notes. You talked about Winston Churchill. It said, give me a couple of months and I'll be able to give you that 15 minutes. But if you ask me to do it today, it's going to be two hours. Mm-hmm. I, I think that Jesus spent those 30 years observing, taking notes, maybe mental or even writing them down. And then when it was time to launch, as soon as he turned water into wine and his ministry began right then and there, uh, he knew that he had three and a half years before the cross and that every, every day was important in every relation. And we don't know all those relationships because we basically have them in four gospels. And there were all kinds of things that happened in those three and a half years that we won't know until we go to heaven. But what was important found its way through the inspiration of the Holy spirit into the gospels that we have. There's enough there to keep you busy for all your life, just in those four gospels. And yeah, I, exactly. I think he was just really good observer of people and culture, behavior, attitude, uh, and all of that. Um, we're finishing up our time with the, the talented uh, Arnold Enns, uh, who's the president of Coicom and also has a master's in communications from uh, Regent University. Where did you get your bachelor's degree, by the way? I got a couple of bachelors, um, uh, one from uh, an institution that no longer exists, which is the Mennonite Brethren Bible College that's out in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Okay, all right. Uh, they, they ceased to exist. Um, and, and I got a bachelor uh, from the University of Winnipeg in business admin. Ah. So I, I, 
I have in theology and some business, and then I did my master's in communications. That's a nice mix for what you do. My my uh, alma mater, Bethany University, when I was there, was Bethany Bible College. It turned into a Bethany University over a couple of decades. It went away too, and it was uh, maybe about 10, 12 years ago. It just couldn't make it financially anymore. It was just hanging on by a thread and mm-hmm. with maybe four or 500 students. And there just came a year where the money wasn't going to work. And they closed within 30 days uh, mm-hmm. during the summer. So we, we have fond memories of where we went. And they sent us out across the world and did the best job that they could. Any, any uh, final thoughts to our audience? You've, uh, we have this uh, group that listen that are between the ages of 15 and 25. And then we have a group that's over the age of 50. I don't know why that is, but um, any, any thoughts, any, any inspiration that you can uh, leave our listeners today? You know, 20, uh, I'm 28, almost 30 years ago, when we started COICOM, uh, our first uh, message or convention was centered on Marshall McLuhan's uh, global village right. um, concept. And uh, we had no idea that, you know, 30 years later, we would become this global village. And, and the interesting thing about that is, um, as we look into the global village, who are we all made up for, from, you know? And it is really diverse. And, and that is where we need to focus on now is, you know, what brings us together in this global village and how do we thrive in unity in the midst of diversity? And so I think as, as a church, and I just want to leave this thought out there, you know, as a church, we should not be focusing so much on that diversity, which, by the way, it comes from God, not all of it, but diversity in general is, is, is made up from God. Uh, but we should be focusing on what unifies us, what really brings us together. And, um, and then, you know, concentrate on, on those things that, you know, give us the, the greatest kick for the buck, you know, yep. Uh, And that, you know, to leave this legacy, by the way, we ought to be focusing on, you know, on the legacy of hope and love and of uh, restoration. And I think um, that is where, where we should be focusing our time on. And I just want to leave that out there for a thought. Very good thought. Restoration. Boy, you could do 53 sermons on that right there. Absolutely. Arnold, thank you for being our guest today. I know our listeners have enjoyed it. Uh, your your opinions and thoughts. And uh, thank you for being our guest. Thank you. You've been listening to the Six Ways to Sunday podcast with Craig D. Forrest, brought to you by Matchstick Media International, dedicated to excellence in media through inspiration, vision, and education. To learn more, visit us on the web at matchstickmedia.org. That's matchstickmedia.org. Your generous donations, large or small, help defray costs for producing this creative podcast. Thanks for listening and subscribing.